Yeah, so welcome to this is episode one again. I mean, we're calling this one. I don't know, 25? Yeah, it's episode 25. 25. So, welcome to episode 25 of the. Manuel Adebay episode. Huh? I mean, Manuel Adebay is 25, right? Bro, which kind of example is that? Nigga, you say Manuel Adebay. I think you said Manuel Adebay. Top striker. Yeah, so welcome <laughs> to episode 25 of the From Lagos to Love podcast. And today, we have a special guest in the building, Zulu Sage. Wagwan, 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 what's popping? Yeah, Shout out to and you, you know when you know what time I'm here, bro. Oh I shit, my bad. And ah, bro, they should know now. Ah, they should know. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we have that Nintendo the building too. So who, who else is here? Shout out to your brother, bro. Your brother, is, your brother is there. Yeah, we live right now. My yeah, we live on Instagram. Remember to follow us. Tiffany FL, too. Tiffany yeah, FLW podcast. Shout out to you, Tiffany, man. FLW podcast. So how you been, bro? How you? How you chilling, doing? chilling, chilling, bro. Just working. Like working. so, trying like, to get some shit done. My niggas. So, basically, this is an official interview for Mr. Zulu Sage, you know. Thank you for coming now once no problem, again. I know no we've problem. said that before. You know, we've been trying to get you on the pod uh, for quite so a while now. So, yes, you were here when we were uh, shooting the YFA. The YFA, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's when we hit you up to come. Well, why are you in the video at all? No, I had to leave before we could oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because like when I came through, they told me a time. Yeah. I came through. They wasn't even ready. Yeah. All right, so um, so, let's start off. You just dropped the single, Simba. Yeah, right? Simba. Simba. So Simba. tell us about that, bro. What is Simba? Was actually, it was nothing serious to begin with. Like, cause like, to be honest, I was just on YouTube searching some shit, and then the sucker sucker song was yeah, stuck in my head. So I was like, <laughs> let me search an instrumental, not the exact instrumental, but something similar something to similar. it. So when I searched it, I came across S Bling's version. You came across whose version? S Bling. S Bling. Yeah, he's a he's a producer. Okay. So I came across S Bling's version, and after I heard it, I was like, "Yo, this is dope." So. Yeah, go ahead. So I contacted him, and whatnot. I'm like, "Yo, I'm trying to use this beat," but because it was a, because it was like a remake or whatnot, so he didn't really intend on selling it. Okay. Uh-huh. Until like I talked to him, he was like, "Yeah, I can use it for my promotions and whatnot, but if I get any profit." Then I'm gonna holler at him and we gonna work some shit out. So I'm like, cool. Even like if it's like full profit, I got you. You feel me? Because right now the song is actually catching waves. Cause like it's a few DJs in Columbus that's playing it, but majority of the feedback and the majority of the love I've been getting is from outside of Columbus. So uh, what, what what's the song about? What, what do you? Um, to be honest, okay. Like, what happened? Like, what even drew my mind to the song? Cause it was like. Something it was like a different route I was going because I already had the song Simba like an idea of like a song called Simba in my head. Simba like the like the the Lion King Simba. Yeah, so like oh yeah, I I remember I was reading about the new version that's about to come out. Okay, so after that, yeah, the one with Beyonce in them. So after that, I was like, fuck it, let me make something like that just for like the fun of it. But at the time when I came up with the concept, I didn't have a beat in mind. Okay. So when I first heard the beat, I sent it to my producer. I was like, yo, download this beat. And whatnot. Shout out to Kobe Stacks, free Kobe Stacks. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Nah. Anyways, so so after I sent it and whatnot, it was like a week later. I didn't even pay attention to it. I went to the studio because I was supposed to link up with one of my dudes named Joey Nice. Okay. I was supposed to link up with Joey Nice. We were supposed to do a song together. But at the time when I hit him up, the song I initially wanted to do was not Simba. Okay. So when we got in a studio and whatnot, I told Kobe, "Play that beat I sent you." But the beat I sent him naturally to record with Nice, he didn't download it. Oh. So he downloaded Simba beat. So when he played it, it was like I was in my head. I'm thinking, no, this is not, not the beat. beat. But, it's fine. but Nice was fucking with it. He was like, yo, this is dope. So I was like, you know what? Let's fuck with it. So literally, the whole song was composed, written, everything within two hours. <laughs> Lit, bro. <laughs> within two hours. Like, is that like, how long does it usually take you to compose a song? Or something like, is that, is depend, that like, it all depends on if it's a pre-written song or if it's uh, a freestyle. Okay. So if it's like pre-written, I'll already have like the concept of how I'm about to go, lay it down and everything. And when I go in the studio, it will probably take like an hour to record and then an hour to mix and master. Okay. But with Simba, when I got there, it took us like the first 30 minutes, that's when we wrote the hook. Okay. Once we had the hook, I was like, fuck it. Because like, with me, my verse was mostly about pretty much starting from nothing. And even though I'm not where I intend to be, mm-hmm. I'm somewhere. Okay. And so like, especially within my surroundings, because like, 
anywhere you go, you you're not gonna find another Zulu sage. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're not gonna find another person like even when it comes to uh, performing, even promotion. There's not another artist who promotes himself harder or more than Zulu sage. Man. Let's so, take. You- yeah, let's, that, take, let's take you back. Yeah, real quick. Take you yeah back. so was that, that's what the, like the whole Simba mindset came from. It's just like I'm king, nigga. Bit, so bit, 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 yeah, bit. like okay, I, I fuck with that, bro. So let's take you back. Uh, so let's go back to when you moved to the states. When did you move to the states? I came here in 03. 03. How old were you back then? I was uh, nine. And did you move with your family? Yeah, yeah, my whole family. With my great over. So here. like your entire family is here now. Yeah, yeah. Because like be, I mean I have some like relatives, but it's like distance relatives. Oh, okay. But my dad was here first, and then he filed for me and my family to come. Oh, okay. And then, like, I came with my mom and my brothers and sisters and whatnot. Okay, so, yeah. uh, I know your mom's a pastor, right? Yes. So let, let's talk yes. about that real quick. So, uh, and I know she's your pastor. I know that your parents <laughs> and all that type of stuff. First off, they want you to participate in the oh, church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, trust so me. I bet like I, you I, probably I, were part of the choir and whatnot. Bro, you don't even understand. I grew up playing the drums. Okay. From like the age of nine, actually. I started with the conga. Okay. Then I, by the age of 12, I taught myself how to play the drum set. Okay. Because what happened was we went on a church retreat to Kentucky. And when we got to Kentucky, their drummer, I think he was out sick or something like that. So they didn't have a replacement. So in the process of that, that's when I just had to be, I was like, by default, the replacement. Was oh. And at that time, I didn't even really know how to play, but I just got behind the set. I was doing whatever. And it sounded nice, so I was after that. I was like, let me take this serious, and I taught myself how to play. So, so how, how good would you say you are with the drums? Like, like oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm ill. Let me oh, just okay. say that. So is that like your but, favorite? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my favorite instrument. What other instruments do you play? Um, I can dabble on the keys a little bit. Okay. I played the sax for like a year and a half in school, but after other than that. Mm-mm. I just mostly mess around with the keys, especially like production wise. Okay. Just so keys, when you're like making drums. music and stuff, do you try to get as much drums as possible? So yeah, like, because for me, I'm more of a percussion guy. Because okay. like the melodies and whatnot, let's say if I can't come up with a melody, that's what Kobe Stacks on me play. Okay. So like, especially with uh, when I first started producing, majority of what I would do is like, I would do like the drum line or the bass line or whatnot. Okay. Then later on, when I go to the, st- the studio, Kobe will fill it in with like the melodies and the harmonies and all that. So that's how this song comes alive. So, oh yeah. So going like you going back to where we, the original question, like the first question we asked, like you're from Liberia. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, Liberia. Yeah, yeah. So is that like any specific reason why you moved to US? You don't mind me asking. Because um, just... around the time I was born, a war kicked up. Oh, okay. So when the war came, my family fled to because like at the time, it was like. It was like the people who was in charge was trying to take out a certain group of people, yeah. like a you certain know, like, tribe. Like Charles Taylor. And yeah. Cole, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they, yeah, they were so like they was trying to take out those people. So those tribe, he was the president who was Dose. in turn yeah. before Charles Taylor came. Mm-hmm. So when they was trying to take out his tribe, I'm from those tribe. Okay. So oh, okay. for that, my family had to leave the country. Yeah, when we left the country, dangerous. yeah. When we left the country, we went to Ivory Coast. Yeah. I stayed in Ivory Coast for a year. From Ivory Coast, I moved to Ghana. I stayed in Ghana for five years. Mm. That's why for me, like a lot of people up to now, I I, I don't speak tree. I wouldn't say I speak tree, oh, but, I understand. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I understand. Yeah, but I understand. You understand this phrase? We're Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the most popular like um, Ghanaian phrase, bro. Yeah, I love Ghanaian phrase. So that's their phrase. Wait, so you yeah, said, yeah, said uh, you were playing the drums and stuff. So when did you start? Like, did you were you did you also sing? If I might ask. Yeah, like I used to sing, but I always used to be around the house. Oh. I didn't really take singing serious, cause like I had people who was trying to who told me, "Oh yeah, you have a nice voice. I want to vocally train you." And all. but I didn't care for it. Okay. I was more instrumental. Okay. So if it was not playing drums and whatnot, I didn't really care to really. So listen. when did you start? Like maybe when did you know? Okay, I'm doing this maybe songwriting, or when did you start like rapping? Um, I actually started writing songs at the age of thirteen. Okay, but when I started writing songs, it was never for me. To personally sing, because okay. I always intended on, because like my mindset was to always own my own label one day, but never to be the artist of that label. Right. I always wanted to be either a producer, because at that time I was like, like obsessed with Don Jazzy, mm. so like I wanted to be like the next Don Jazzy type stuff. So I wanted to be like the producer who had who was surrounded by all these dope artists mm. and whatnot. And I'm also a songwriter, so whenever I come up with a concept, I just give it to you, and whichever one fits, that's whichever one we go with. Mm. 
So with the whole songwriting, it was for a minute, but I never really. I guess my question it. is: so I want you, I want you to take me to the birth of Zulu Sage. Like when oh. did you become Zulu? To be honest, the whole and name. real quick, my bad. Mm-hmm. Is your name's actually Zulu, right? No, my oh, name okay. is Jr. So just give me a little bit about where the name came from, okay, and yeah. all that type of stuff. And again, bro, what's your name? My bad. I'm calling you. No, no, no. That's cool. That's I tell everybody my name is Zulu because I okay. want everybody to call me Zulu. Bet, that's what's up. But okay. my my like you know what? Don't say your name. Yeah. You know I'm letting everybody know you're Zulu. You know I'm saying like other people know me as Jr. as well. Jr. Okay. Yeah. So okay. if you ever hear somebody say Jr., they're talking about me. I mean, there, but don't get me wrong. There's whenever you hear Liberian Jr., there's two Liberian Jrs, so you might get confused with which one. Just say Jr. with the hair. Uh, or, okay. That's why I just have people call me Zulu now. The two Liberian Jrs yeah. in Columbus. Yeah, there's oh, two Liberian okay. Jrs in Columbus. Oh, okay. So with that, it gets confusing at times. So like, how did like when you're you're per, you're personally doing music, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did they react? Because I know African parents. Um, they hate when mind you, my mom is a pastor, yeah. so I didn't even tell her. It was my little cousin. That yeah, told her, but it was, she, she didn't know, cause like what's it called? She lives in Houston, so when I first started doing music, it was like a year into me doing music and whatnot, mm-hmm. and my mom had went to Houston to visit. While she was there, my little cousin came up to her and was like, "Oh, did you hear your son's song?" And she was like, "What song?" You. And then that's when my cousin played it for her, but she liked it though. That was the crazy part. She liked it when she came back to Columbus. She told me she was like, "Yo." I heard your song. Okay. I like what, it though. What was this song? Um, it was a song I had out at the time. I took it down, but it was a song I had out at the time called "Mary." Mary? Yeah. Okay. I took it down because my current album I'm working on is on there. Oh. So at the time when I had released it, I released it for free. Okay. So when I took it down, because I at the time I just used the beat. I didn't purchase it or anything like that. So when I went back purchased it, then I had to re-record it. That's the song I was actually going to record with Nice, oh. with Joey Nice. With nice, yeah, like, nice. Be, yeah. No, I'm saying the the Joey Nice. Joey Simba. Nice. I thought it yeah. went like nice, like Nigerian. No, not not Nigerian <laughs> Nice. But yeah, with Joey, that's the song we was going to record that day. But then Simba came up to take it out. Ah, yeah. So, so again, so how did the name Zulu Sage come about? To get to that, high school. Okay. It was like right after high school. It was me, my brother, and my older cousin. We started doing like these YouTube videos. But it was like more of African comedy sketches and shit like that that we was doing. So at the time when we was coming up with the name, we, cause like the company was supposed to be called Sage, Striving After Greatness Entertainment. Ah, so like yeah, and I, I came up with the acronym. So every, uh, each one of, it was supposed to be like the ASAP crew. So each one of us yeah, was supposed to have, like was supposed to have Sage as the end of our names. So it's like, I'm in find the group now. It's, it's, just, it's dismantled. Uh, but <laughs> I was the only one who kept the name type stuff because I was the only one who took it into like the entertainment he's the real yeah. stage cause like my like, my brother was a part of it but he's more of my manager now and my cousin he's onto other stuff so with that it's like so do you involve like your family your music a lot like um when it comes to like business the only person in my family who's involved in my music is my brother yeah because at certain times there will be things that you know you you have a mindset you're trying to move this way but they have a completely different and because like the people i do business with if we argue we argue but we know that's business like we we even if we disagree that's still business we're gonna come to terms but with family if you argue sometimes they take it to heart Mm. So you don't want to really include them in all your business plans because sometimes they can mess with your money. So you talked about but, the sage part. How about yeah, the Zulu? but with the Zulu, okay, was, we was going around the table just throwing around names. My brother actually came up. He was like, yo, call me Zulu. I was like, nah, I don't really like that name for you. So he was like, all right, what about Voodoo? I'm like, because at the time, he was a weird, like not weird, but he was strange at the time. So he was into, not necessarily into Voodoo and stuff like, but he was just like, uh, more country uh controversial because he was like it was at the time when he start first started realizing that he wasn't such of a religious person like because we grew up in a church so he wasn't such religious so the name voodoo made sense to him okay. so the moment he said voodoo i was like you know what just call me zulu because i couldn't think of anything so he was like damn you just gonna you're just gonna take my name like that but i didn't care i just kept on to it and after that when I started doing music, I was trying to think of a name. I was going to come up with something completely different. But a few people already knew me as Zulu Sage. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just keep that and just roll with it. So after when I started going with the whole Zulu Sage thing, when it stuck, 
I was like, cool. But then recently I started getting like ideas like, should I change my name? Should I not? I don't know. But everybody keeps telling me, no, just stick to it. What do you know? You're Zulu now. We're right, not about right. to start you calling just you. Just stick to it. Yeah. So what, what other names are you considering? Like, That's the thing. I don't know. Oh. Like, because like, I've been thinking about just dropping the whole Zulu sage and either going with just Zulu or Zeus. Because everybody Zeus. calls me Zeus anyways. Yeah. And Zeus wasn't even meant to be a name. Yeah. Zeus was a song. Ah, because I know, I, I think I've heard yeah. that Zeus song. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, okay. But I had to change the name to No Worries because I kept saying No Worries. And okay. people was like, oh, what's that No Worries song? I'm like, I can't tell them the song is called Zeus, Zeus. because it wouldn't, yeah. So that's where the whole Zeus thing came from. And everybody just started calling me Zeus from there. So And it's my ad-lib, so whenever I'm on the track, I always say that Zeus. Uh, people just think that that's part of my name. So tell me about uh, your transition from going being in a church playing drums to like doing uh, it was like a music. a year it took like a year because okay. like i stopped attending church in january, uh, january. And I did, yeah january i don't know the exact okay. date but it was somewhere in january what year do you know 2016 okay and so you just really started yeah. this week oh, yeah i've started music like december of 2016 wow, that's when okay. i dropped my first single wow. but i recorded a song in march not march but was it March? Yeah, I recorded a song in March. But I don't know if you know Madeline, I'm Different, XO on IG or what. She's always with Tonan. The dark skinned one that's always with Tonan. Oh, I'm different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Like when I when I sent when I sent her the song, she dead ass laughed at me. Really? Like my very first song, she laughed at me. Like the only person like and I appreciated that though. Because everybody else was like, yeah, you could yeah. tell that they was being fake about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But it was like, okay, yeah, it's nice, it's nice. But she straight up laughed at me. I was like, I bet. Maybe this is not the way to go. Mm-hmm. So I went back and I wrote this song called Today. When I recorded Today, I just dropped it just for fun. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm not really about to put money into promotion or anything like that. What if like people don't fuck with it? So when I dropped it, everybody was like, yo, this is dope. Let me hear something else. But at the time, I didn't have nothing else. So I went in the studio. That's when I recorded Zeus. Mm. So when I recorded Zeus, when I dropped that, people was fucking with it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this serious. But at the time, I wasn't doing no shows, no nothing. I was just recording songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, I'm, I'm just curious, like, was there any, is there any musician or song that like sparked your, okay, damn, like, yeah, what inspired you? What, what inspired me? It was, uh, Burner. 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 For real? You, like you, 2013 Burner. You, you, you been with Burner yeah. for that long? 20, like, really? it was, what song was it? Like, like to party, party. Ah, like to party. because like the thing is, majority of the songs you heard at the time mm-hmm. wasn't like wasn't to party. like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like because like at the time, that's one of the things. Like when I sang, majority of the time my voice was deep, mm. and when you hear majority of these African artists, they all have the high pitch yelling because so, I can't. I don't have that range to be okay. yelling like Davido mm-hmm. and like all that. Yeah, extra I don't stuff. think Davido yeah. has that too. <laughs> 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 yeah, but he just be yelling. So yeah. like with auto tune, once the auto tune hits that yell, yeah. it sounds nice. But yeah, so with that when Burner Boy, like it kind of like give me hope. I was like, okay, he don't really have the vocals like that, but he's making it work. Okay. So when he did all that, I was like, okay, maybe. But it wasn't certain. It wasn't certain that I would, okay, I want to do this. I don't want to do this or anything like that. Okay. So, but yeah, I would say Burner. Then after a while, when Easy came out. He just gave me like more of a confirmation, like okay, yeah, you can definitely do this. Sweet, sweet. Just so, oh, yeah. so like, if if I may ask, uh, what would you say your style is or your genre? What genre of music are you? Genre, like, I would uh, call it. Um, what you call it the music you do? Basically, personally, my would you I say call it's it Afro vibes. Beats it's Afro beats, yes. Okay. But I call it vibes because it's not a set type of Afro beats. Because mm-hmm. when you listen to Afro beats, you either hear the Afro reggae the afro funk or mm-hmm. the afro pop so they always try to categorize it mm-hmm. but for me i do all everything afro beats like reggae afro pop rap like i a lot of people be asking me do you rap this i do but i just haven't released any of that yet because i'm not ready to so what do you i was going to ask you what do you think about people that because everybody's doing afro beats any african yeah, now that yeah, music yeah. it's called afro beats automatically so what do you think about people that maybe you know maybe they're talented or mm-hmm. Or whatever, but maybe Afrobeat isn't. Afrobeat isn't you know that, I mean? yeah. So, do you, what do you think about those people? Or what would you say about that? Do you think- um, to be honest, I feel like it's the people. It's up to the people who's around them. Okay. To really keep it a hundred with them, because like I have this guy, like I'm really cool friends with him and whatnot. But he's a dope rapper. Okay. One of the dopest rapper. I'm not really about to start saying names or all that extra shit. But he's a dope rapper. Feel free though. So when he first came through to the studio, he wanted to do an Afrobeat song, mm. but we was all like. 
in our heads was thinking, okay, this dude, he's a dope rapper, but we don't know how this Afrobeat is going to go because that's not him. So when he first recorded it, literally, we all heard it and we all like right there. And that's why I liked about going to Kobe's studio because if your shit is off, we're going to let you know. Kobe Stacks, right? Yeah. We're going to talk about Kobe Stacks. We're going to go back to Kobe Stacks. So with that, like, we was just like, yo, we straight up told him like, it's either you're going to have to go back to the drawing board and come back with something different. Or we just gonna have to give this song to somebody else. Uh-huh. So, like, it took some time for him to really get the mindset. Like, okay, then we're not trying to be mean. We're just trying to keep it a hundred. Okay. So he went back. He was like, ah, yeah, y'all can sell the song. And mm. but the next African song he came with was a hit, but he haven't released it yet. Mm. That's why I'm like, why are you sitting on it now? But <laughs> the song was dope as hell. So like, just curious, what was like the biggest challenge you faced when you were starting? Like, I know since you, um, especially since you're pretty uh, new at pretty this, new to the pretty industry. new to the industry. It was like mostly booking shows, but with me, what I mostly did is I didn't really try to go, let's say, find a manager and put me on, or like try to book me a show. Try to for me, I try to put myself in a position. To book my own personal shows so like I, I try to get to know like some of the djs try to get to know some of the promoters and whatnot so once i got closer once i got closer to like the djs and the promoters it just made it easier but like first starting off yeah even to like even get myself on a show like people will be telling me oh you have to pay for your spot pay for this pay for that but yeah, when nah, I was yeah. gonna say, now nah, who's going on? When Wifey was here, you were like, yeah, that's one of the hardest. Yeah, things to, like booking shows. Booking shows like, yeah. was hard. That's when when people don't really know you like that. They're mm-hmm. like, why the fuck should I put you on? They and want to collect money. For and you. also, the hardest thing is getting your friends to listen to your music. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. hardest thing. Yeah, that, that's that's tricky because yeah. uh because. I mean, I think you want your friends to listen to it, you want them to like it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I wouldn't like put much like uh, weight, weight on uh, my friends listening to it. Oh, yeah. Liking it because yeah. I feel like your friends, if they're going to like it, if they, if they like it, if they like eventually. It. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have to force them. Right? You don't have to force them. Even us as, as a podcast, mm-hmm. most of our friends don't really listen to yeah. it. We, the views we get are from people that are from people who know. you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, they actually really fuck with it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, like, some of your friends, they might not even fuck with the song, but yeah, they might, yeah, they yeah, yeah. lie to you, and that's yeah. one of the worst parts. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that's but, exactly what I'm saying. Like, with that, Try to get like when I'm saying getting them to listen to it. It's not that oh I'm gonna send you this song and you listen to it. Mm. No, it's like when I drop it, they hit me up like yo yeah that song you know, that you yeah, just yeah, dropped because they yeah because they they, exactly they fuck with the song yeah. now. It's not even outside of mm-hmm. you being and some ooh, some like of your friend. friends they don't want to see you they don't want to see you, you know do what I mean? good <laughs> just straight up start hitting. It. I had a friend tell me our podcast is trash. I had a friend tell me like I was mind you I was chilling with this person a day before. And the next day, I had this person tell me, you're pretty much going after a life that's not for you. Damn. Like, Damn. And I'm like, hold up. Like, I was just kicking it with you, like, yesterday. Yeah. And now today, I mean, but that's just how it is, though. Absolutely. But, so, um, I'm gonna, can I ask, what, what are you kind of doing with your career? Like, as far as, uh, you know, I heard that you were trying to influence younger Africans and young yeah. kids and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So, can you talk about that? Okay, bit. for me, my ideal, like the music is just uh, the gateway to doing what I personally want to do. Music is just a way to get people's attention. Because think about it, like when you want to be inspirational or when you want to really set a message, if people don't really know you, they're not going to listen. This is going to be like, oh, who is this guy trying to talk about this, trying to talk about that? But if you have their attention, regardless of how ratchet you come up, like... For instance, let's take it like six nine. How now he have everybody's attention? If six nine was to get up and be like, okay, so now I have your attention. Put the guns down. Do this. Do that, and whatnot. The younger generation will listen to him because he already have that connection with them. But if nobody knew who this nigga was and he was to come up like, oh, put the guns down. Do this. Do that. Everybody would like clown him like, yo, you have uh, colorful rainbow hair and you're telling me to do this, do that. I'm not gonna take it serious. Exactly. So with that, it's just like. My ideal goal is to pretty much just uplift, not just entertainment, but just like the arts. Mm. Because like, think about it, when you think about Africa, I mean, when you think about America, you think about schools, like when you think about performing arts, you think about schools like Juilliard, Mm. Berkeley, and all that other stuff. So with that, it's like, they have the gateway to help them for the industry. Mm. 
But for Africa, let's say if you're looking for an artist, you're gonna have to search the streets. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people don't have the they don't have the the mindset to really promote themselves or to really go get it because they don't really have so much going for them. The yeah, they don't even have the means to go get it. So it's like for me, I want to open up an academy mm-hmm. to like start from like the younger to like help build you to that mindset. So like think about let's say if you're a director, movie director, mm-hmm. you're looking for actress or actors to be in your movie. Let's say you want a 16-year-old role, but you have to go on the street to try to find a child actor. Mm. Well, you can easily just come to my school, and we have and varieties of people and whatnot. So, initially, that's my ideal goal. Okay. But with that, it's going... <laughs> this is kind of right. That's why you're trying to get <laughs> yeah. big. So, like, yeah, exactly. you, you get big yeah. enough so your voice... The bigger is you get... Because, like, for more. me, it's always been bigger than the music. Okay. It's never just the music. Absolutely. It's always Absolutely. bigger than the music, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So... So, um, I know you're really... I know you, I've talked to you before. I know mm-hmm. you're really passionate about Liberia and all that type of so Okay. What are you trying to do for your country, Liberia? Oh, like, like mm-hmm. majority of that... Because, like, for me... When it comes to my music, I don't like to be classified as a Liberian artist. Okay. Yeah. I'm more of an international. Mm. Because once you get classified to a certain country, people just feel like that's all you can do. Uh, it's just Liberian, Liberian music. Because mm-hmm. like now, let's say DeVito, he's known as a... It's just now that they're starting to be known as Afrobeat artists, yeah, like a genre. Stars, like pop stars as a genre. Mm-hmm. But before, if you talked about DeVito or Whiskey or whatnot, it was always Nigerian music. Mm. Nigerian music. So I'm trying to like put myself in like an international category. Okay. So even a Mexican person can talk about me. Even a Chinese person can talk about me. Mm-hmm. That way, like that's why whenever I even do Afrobeat, I try to water it down to the point where anybody can understand it. Yeah. I try not to, cause like I can easily rap in my or sing in my language all day, every day, because I'm comfortable with that. But a lot of people wouldn't understand me. Mm. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to appeal to a brother market. Yeah. yeah, because like for instance, like let's say with the Ghanaians and the Nigerians, even though if they do speak their dialects or speak in their pidgin or whatnot, a lot of people speak that type of pidgin that they understand, like the Nigerian pidgin or the Ghanaian pidgin. For the Liberian pidgin, not a lot of people understand it other than Liberians. Mm. So if you put that out there into the market, a lot of people you're not gonna get too much positive feedback yeah. from it. It's just now that Liberian music is starting to catch waves, okay. but. Before you're not really gonna go nowhere from that. Uh, okay. So with that, like, yes, I am Liberian. Yes, I am very proud to be Liberian. But my music is not Liberian. Mm. It's international. Yeah. Afrobeat. That's what's up. Yeah. And uh, I was gonna ask. Uh, let's talk about uh, your performance. You do perform, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, you had some. Yeah. You have a lot of performances and stuff. Mm-hmm. Performances and stuff and uh, concerts. I, I, w- I would think so. So I actually have one coming up September fifteenth. I got tickets coming up. Hit me up, you feel me? Shout out my boy Joey Nice. He's gonna be live in Columbus. So, Yo, y'all uh, should come through. I got some tickets for y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, he told me he's putting on the show. Yeah. Oh November. yeah, November thirtieth. Talking about this before. Hey, bro, November thirtieth. Hey, Zulu Sage live in Columbus, yo. At the fact, Al Rosa you know Villa. What? You need to tag FLWL Podcast. Oh, we got you. Show out. You know what I mean? Now, like we we gonna have another gonna interview be, even before that. I'm gonna come back again to talk bad, more you about know, that. Because exactly, I actually I actually like that if you get you. Yeah. So, um, so can you talk to me about some mistakes that you, that happen when you're performing? Or oh yeah, a lot, happen? a lot. But you just can't show it. How do you how do you handle mistakes? Okay, exactly. for me, a lot of times is majority of these songs. I'm the type of person. It's like once I first record a song, I listen to it over and over and over and over until I get sick and tired of it. Mm. So when I get sick and tired of it, by the time I drop it. I'm already tired of listening to it. Okay. So when everybody's ready, like, oh yeah, this is a nice song. They listen to it. I'm already on to the next one. Uh, so when it's time for a show, I I know what you're I'm about. on stage. My mindset is already thinking about the new song. Right. And I will completely forget the lyrics that was to the old song Damn. because like I'm not. So a lot of the time when I'm on stage and like you just randomly see me start dancing during a verse, mm. that means I forgot. What the <laughs> so it's either when you hear me like do a lot of ad libs or a lot of dancing. That means I forgot so, with what. That's why dancing really saved me so, from, so my, from being an artist. It really saved me. So, so dance is one of the ways you handle yeah, your mistakes and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you do you really like um like what's like the damn? There was a question I had in my mind, bro, about this your performance. So what's like? Do you get nervous? Yeah, that's one of the. Oh yeah. You get nervous. Oh yeah, you do. Like, For me, like the way I how I get past it is, the only time you look directly in someone at someone is if you want them fully like. 
it, this is a low secret I don't really share with people, but you guys gonna get the exclusive. <laughs> so for me, let's say if I'm doing like a love song or a romantic song or whatnot, mm. I would like pick a female who I feel like is the most interested in my performance at that time. Mm. Especially like, let's say if you look in the crowd, you see some girls like either on the phone, not paying attention, don't really care because you're not the main event. You feel me? They're not here for you. So if you, especially if they don't know you like that, they're not going to be paying you no mind. So find somebody who you know or, yes, mostly like if you're comfortable, like that's why I always have my friends, like female friends in the crowd. Mm. So like have some people you know so you will feel comfortable you go to them, start singing and whatnot. The more, especially if that female is attractive, mm-hmm. the next female is going to look over. Yeah. Why is he talking to that one? Yeah. And whatnot. So the moment you see her looking, you come to her. Yeah. Then when she's paying attention, the next female is going to start looking like, oh, what's going on over there? Oh, it's just true. Yeah. yeah. So you, by then, that's how you really draw their attention and whatnot. Yeah. But to keep from being nervous, just look over the crowd. Especially uh, like if you're for all dancers, that's why I would like advise them. Look over the crowd. Mm-hmm. Never look directly at people. So like I know you're a big dancer, so I was gonna talk yeah. about that. Like, cause I see you dance in Colombia. I was a, I was a dancer before artist. Oh. So like majority of the dancers I know now, I knew them when I was just a dancer. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Talk, let's talk about that. So when did you start dancing? dancing? See, that's the thing. I didn't really start dancing. I just you just danced. danced. You just danced. Yeah. That's what's so up. especially when we go out, then I meet, run into people and whatnot. Yeah. For real, you're the first person I've seen Loki do the shaku shaku properly in Colombo. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. Like I think I saw at Blue. Okay, Blue. Bro, I've never seen him at Blue. Like uh, everybody was something like that. Yeah. Like yeah. I think yeah. one of your performances or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think we were, both of us were there for real. And well, you came to the job. Yeah. Early this year. Yeah. Was it the Ghanaian Independence? Probably. It was something like that. I think it's early. February. February. If it was early, then it was the Ghanaian because that was like March. March yeah, so yeah. was super early though. Yeah, so. it was super early this year. And like, I, I saw you dancing and stuff. Yeah, like, I remember that stuff before you got on stage and stuff. I think it was you and somebody else. I'm not sure. Lil Burner too was in that. that uh, oh yeah, yeah it was definitely that too. because Lil Burner performed after me. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And y'all yeah, were on stage yeah, yeah. together. Yeah, that's that's lit. That's lit. So can you tell me um, about your best performance per se? What, what was the, what happened? Like, my best performance. Your, best, yeah. your favorite performance. My favorite performance, I would say, would probably be the. It's two. It's the Mr. Easy concert last year and the Liberian Independence that we just had last month mm. in uh, July. Because that one, I headlined it. And it's just like the energy I got from people is just lit mm. and whatnot. But worst performance, I can give you that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that it has to be the Davido concert last year. Because it's not like, it wasn't on anybody else. It was just that day I, was, I had a terrible migraine uh, I would lack of sleep because the pre- pre- uh, previous day I didn't really sleep all like that. Then the next day I had to wake up early, do some extra shit before going to sound check, and, and like a lot of stuff didn't go as planned as it was supposed to that day. So it was just like stress on top of a migraine and all that. So normally what I would do before I perform is like 30 minutes before I hit the stage, I take a shot or two. Mm. But for that day, I was doing a lot of running around and I got to the show late. So when I got there late, it was like a few minutes before I could perform. So when I took my shot, it didn't really kick in. Mm. So like <laughs> while I'm on stage or whatnot, I'm not, I don't really feel it until like the last song. That's when me and Tech had performed number one. That's when I really I was oh, like, okay, oh, now I, I feel something. But by then my performance was already over. So I was like, cool. So like, do you, do you use anything to like... Do you get any when you're making music? Do you get any, any higher vibrations? Or yeah, like what's no, the creative no, 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 process? No. Like, I what do you, to, what to do? Be, you do? I have to be sober if I'm recording. <laughs> oh, when you're recording, yeah, you have to be have sober. To be no sober. drink, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, that's what's up. That's what's I mean, up. don't get me. I do I from mean, time to time, mm-hmm. but I prefer to be sober when I record. So what? Because what? then I can easily catch something. Like if mm-hmm. I if I mess up on the tone or if I feel like something's wrong, because like. For sometimes with my producer, he would hear something for the first time and be like, all right, this is cool. And I'm telling him, Kobe, nah, I don't like that. Yeah. And he'd be like, nah, this is cool. But in the moment somebody come in, it was like, Kobe, you need to fix that. And I'm like, what, what, what was I telling you? Yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. me? So with that, like, if I'm not sober, I'm not there. Mm. Yeah, so. so. You want to go into the Kobe Stacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, let's, let's talk about Kobe Stacks. Mm-hmm. Who, who is Kobe Stacks? Kobe Stacks is the dopest producer in Columbus, Ohio. Shout out Not to even Kobe Columbus, Stacks. Ohio. The dopest you producer in, 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 in Ohio. Period. Kobe Stacks, we are watching Como here. The dopest. 
Shout out to Kobe Stan. Yeah, I know why he feels. They told me the, 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 he did that song. Um, JJC. JJC. I'm yeah. JJC. He's one he of recorded it. For them, so. Yeah. Like, he sounds like a, a really dope producer, though. Like, is that the only one you usually work with, or are there others? That's my main producer. But there are others that I've worked with before. But earlier you were telling you, you said free Kobe Stacks. Yeah, free Kobe Stacks. Well, yeah. I'm not <laughs> I a <laughs> All I gotta say is free Kobe Stacks, you feel me? Alright. Shout yeah, out my guy. Man. So shout out to Kobe Stacks. Hopefully we get you on this podcast so, pretty soon. Yeah, just oh damn. So watching Yeah. So no, I'm gonna make sure he sees it when he gets home. When he get home, I'm gonna make sure he sees it. It's a sound. It's a sound. Because like I've don't get I'm I'm this is no shade to no other producer or anything like that. Because like one other producer, like the only other than Kobe Stacks, the only other producer I've worked with and went back to work with was Jay Mills. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. That's the guy who mostly used to record with Tech. Jay Mills. Yeah. So with him, he's the only other. But for him, he's better with hip hop than Afrobeat. Oh, okay. So with that, sometimes like let's say if I record something with him, I will probably take it to Kobe to do a final master or a final mix and whatnot because I just. Fucked with Kobe sound more than any of the other producers. But, but, but. So, so and like w- working with American producers, they're good. They know like when the with the like the pitch changes and all this other stuff. But at the same time, they're not good with Afrobeat. Okay. Yo, so if you like sense. try to do something, they might not really have the yeah, ear for once. it. Yeah, exactly. So even if they listen to a song that's similar, it might not come out as crispy. As it does, definitely. Yeah. So, um, what are the? Other, can you just shout out some producers that you you've worked with? Or um, you like yeah. shout out to Jada Visuals. You feel me? Dopest producer out of Senegal. I'm not Senegal. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dopest producer out of Sierra Leone. And shout out Jay Mills. You feel me? Who else? Kobe Stacks. I think that's it. Shout out myself because I produce majority <laughs> of my stuff too. Yeah, okay. So yeah. shout out myself. So like. I'm just curious, like you see, I remember you said you, you lived in a lot of some a lot of West African countries. So does that mm-hmm. like influence your music heavily or Um the only West African country that influences my music is Ghana. Yeah. Because majority of my childhood was spent in Ghana. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. So like a lot of people even it took a people some uh, time some time to know that I was Liberian instead of Ghanaian. That's why now whenever I'm on stage, I always carry my Liberian flag with me. Mm-hmm. Just to let people know. know. But yeah, like I used to get confused. Any, any Ghanaian artists you fuck with now? Oh, like there's a lot. There's a lot. Your favorite, who's your favorite? <laughs> That's the thing. I don't have one. Uh-huh. I don't because like it would be too hard to just pick one. Okay. So what are the um, Columbus based artists have you worked with, or and do you plan? Have or I, do you plan on working with? Okay, have have worked with. I've worked with Kobe Stacks, Jassy. Uh, so Kobe Stacks is a musician too. Yeah, yeah, Kobe uh-huh. Stacks. Yeah, Kobe Stacks, Jassy's. Um, Superfire, Technical. That's yeah. That's all the people who have released their songs that I've worked with so far. People I look forward to work with. I gotta get. I gotta get a song with my guys. YFA one time. Okay. I got to. It's a must. You do JJC remix. Yo, yeah. Yeah. No, YFA. No, for JJC. real though. You feel me? So yeah. 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 SK Baz T Money. You hear? You hear me? You hear me? Yeah. That's what's that's what's so uh, I was gonna ask. Um, you also promote, right? Yeah, I promote. yeah. You also promote for. It's funny Blue. you said that because I was about to. Yeah, um, we're gonna do that. Okay. I know you, bro. You're multi-talented. You're a dancer. <laughs> you're a rapper. Mm-hmm. You're instrumentalist. You're instrumentalist. You yeah. promote. Ah, damn. Come but on. that's the thing. I wouldn't necessarily say I promote for Blue. Okay. I just have a close relationship True. with Blue. Okay. Okay. With Blue, because like a lot of people who work there. I'm like, that's my guy. That's like family, you feel me? But payroll, like I'm not on payroll to be like, oh yeah, I promote for Blue mm. and whatnot. But if there's an event and they holler at me like, yo, Zulu, we got this event coming up and whatnot, I got you, you feel me? Uh, talking, but, of, oh, talking of even like that, similar to that, like talking of producers that uh-huh. we said before, any DJs? Oh, DJs. Shout out to DJ Goody Slim, DJ Bernie S. Shout out to DJ Easy, my big cuz, my big bro, you feel me? Shout out DJ Zaga, DJ Burundi, feel me? That's my guy. Shout out DJ Burundi, DJ KT, DJ Mo, the whole Takeover Saturday squad, you feel me? Shout out to all y'all, you feel me? Yeah. yeah. And my guys. Those names from that. 
like Ryan. We need to get some of these DJs. Yo, you yeah, need yeah, to definitely. Yo, you need to get these DJs. I'm about to tag them. I'm about to find out. Oh shit, Raw too. You can't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't forget. Yeah, yeah, too, I, do, I don't want to say Raw because I, was yeah, like, I don't know if you guys had this. Oh no 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 no. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to say. I don't want to say what about Raw, but I don't got Raw. You have beef. No 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 no. There's no beef on that. So talking about, have you had any beef with any Columbus artists yet? Or I wouldn't call it that. There's don't get me wrong. There's some people who don't like me. You feel me? Ah, why? I don't know. That's the thing. Like you be popping. That's why I, I, I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> but there's I've I've heard some stuff. I don't really take it mm-hmm. personal. I don't feed into it. But so how do you usually deal with the negativity? Like a lot. <laughs> I just laugh it off with my yeah, people. Okay. Like you probably like if my friend is right next to me, I'll probably show him like and we laugh about it and on to the next. Because when it comes down to it, not duck. And I mean not like taking away from any of their like success or any of their. Mm-hmm hustle or anything like that but I don't feel like personally there's anybody touching me okay, because see, there may there may be head. some people that you feel like oh yeah his music might be better or whatnot but when it comes down to it like in all like in whole as an artist there's mm-hmm. not anybody touching me you feel me so I got a so, couple more questions for you I'm gonna ask Sultan real quick do you have any questions uh, just a few just like a few one more. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead go ahead um, so um, forget the timing go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. have you been fortunate enough to meet some of your favorite artists oh yeah yeah a few I have been disappointed from meeting, and a few it was like interesting. Talk to me about that. <laughs> Talk to me about that. Yeah. Uh, the one I was I personally, I would say I was disappointed when I met was Easy. Oh, okay. Because like it wasn't I think like I was that concert too. If you, that's what yeah, you, that's what you meant. It wasn't like necessarily that oh he's a bad person or anything. It was just the vibe that I got from him. Mm. Because like during the time it was it was not even at the show or anything like that. It was at the after party. At the after party, because like I, I was cool with the promoters and whatnot, so I highlighted them like, "Yo, can I like highlight Easy before he really start doing his meet and greet and whatnot?" Okay. So I went in there. I'm talk trying to talk to dude. I'm like, "Yo, you nice performance and whatnot. I'm a fan. Trying to like chop it up. Trying to like see if there's any tips that he can give me or whatnot." And my niggas, the whole time he's just on his phone, not even listening. There was a girl who came up to him, like, "Oh, got on Snapchat with her and whatnot." Then like the moment she left. Put his phone down and whatnot. I heard a lot and, of shit about that. Yeah, that and it was like, like the moment we got, it was like, okay, ready for a photo op. He just took the. I didn't even post it because he didn't look prepared. Yeah. It was just. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't, wasn't even trying to fuck with that mm-mm. because I heard like you had to he pay was out him of it. extra money. Yeah, really. Yeah, like he was like they already agreed money before. He collected mm-hmm. money that when it was time for the after point, he said it wasn't even going anymore. That they have to give him more money. Really? And they had to cover for like one key extra to just give the guy. <laughs> so like, I'm not surprised like, because I heard a lot of negative, like I heard the performance was okay. Yeah. But like a lot of like negative stuff from the behind the scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, so surprised. after that, like after we did the photo op, well, it's like whenever females came around, he was cool. Mm. But when you try to talk business, you try to talk anything else, he wasn't trying yeah, to hear. I mean, I, I but mean, I mean, I understood because like the setting he was in was like a club. He's probably trying to chill, so I didn't really take it personally. personally. For me. But it was just like a bad experience. Just experience. Yeah, so like, tired of hearing that. Yeah, shit, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I bet like, like just, yeah. if you think about it, a lot of people would probably a lot come of people try to, to be yeah, they try to pitch it. I mean, so I mean, I completely understand. So that's why I'm not I'm not knocking him. I still listen to his music. You feel me? Shout out. Yeah, it's easy. Easy. Um, how about the artists that you liked meeting or who had a good experience? David was Meeting dope. David was okay, dope. Okay, that's hard. Um, who else? But the, the coolest one, I would say Diamond Platinums. Diamond Platinum. Yeah, Diamond Platinums was the coolest. Because I actually got to talk to him. Mm, okay. And we actually got to sit down, chop it up, you know, so get why, some things going. Why are you disappointed that Burner Boy didn't come since you love him? Bro, you don't understand. Oh, no, yeah. my disappointment with yeah. Burner Boy wasn't necessarily about the show. Because with Burner... Mm. Trust me, I know his history with doing American shows yeah. and whatnot. Col- the Columbus was not the first. Oh, but well, I heard it was bad his news. Fault, like, there's two sides of every story. You feel me? That's why oh, they, 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 let's get the second side because I need these two sides. sides of every okay, story, come on, man. Let's get this. I mean, personally, from my end, what I, the information I got okay. was that I understand he missed his flight, but there was five chances for him to be here. And I you miss something wrong with his ticket or something like that. That's if, even even if there was something wrong with the first ticket, there was five chances of. I personally saw the emails from Delta. Oh. Yeah, the emails from Delta with the confirmation number, what time the flight was supposed to depart, and all the information I was so disappointed for five different that. flights. 
So I mean, if he had five chances, but five he chances. made one of them, right? He made one of the chances. I don't. That's what he says. Nobody was there to confirm it. Because so, think about it. So what you're saying is, let me just get this straight. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is, so we're not even sure if it was a fake ticket or not. We're not sure. So what, what we know now from what you're telling me Because there's one side of the people who saying yeah. it was a fake ticket, he wasn't, and there's another side so telling that he just didn't come. It's logistics. Like, okay. shit was, was on his yeah. part. You know, he saying? posted on his, on his yeah, that blame it that was, yeah, the that promoters who uses yeah, or something like and whatnot. But I'm saying, so okay. you're saying that's a front. Okay, for whatever really mind you, Burner wasn't the only person who was supposed to come on the show. His DJ came from New York. Okay, another person now came from New York. If these tickets was fake, how did these people make come. it? And wow. okay, that he makes, makes a lot of sense. That makes okay. a lot of sense. How did all these other people who were supposed to come, whose flights was paid for? Came, but him and his manager didn't make it. Mm. Oh, okay. And his, the, mind you, him and his manager was supposed to be here on Thursday. Oh, missed, okay. they missed that flight. The, the day before the yeah, they missed that flight. Mm. Friday. Because I, I didn't so, find out to like the show was like the show supposed to start at eight eight or something. Mind you, what's that sound check when we found out? Yeah, at YFA too. Yeah, they told me I, I was with YFA at sound check when we found out. But the thing is. What happened was I was I wasn't even supposed to be here for the show. I was supposed to be in Canada for a Carabana. Mm. But what happened was last minute, like I got some information and whatnot. So I was like, cool, I'm gonna do the show and I'm gonna leave the next day. But it's like once I canceled everything for that day, oh, so you the were show, salty. yeah, the show just threw off my whole weekend. I was like, you know what, fuck it, you know. But it's all good though. Like um, any anyone you want to meet though, like I know you talk about it. Um, anyone you you plan you hope you meet. see right now personally, I'll say no, uh-huh. because it's like I don't want to get up like an idea or get my hopes up about a certain artist. Mm-hmm. Then I meet them and we don't vibe, we don't click, like at all. So if that is if I meet you, I meet you, because like it's not like I'm in a point where I'm like oh I wish I meet this artist, I wish I meet that. It's like now I'm in positions where. It's like a high chance that I probably will meet you. If not this year, at yeah. some point in time in my career, I will meet you. We may not work together, but we will like cross paths. So I'm not really pressed. So um, I wanted to talk to going back to you being librarian and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first met you, we were talking about how uh, Afrobeats, Nigerian Afrobeat, Nigerian music has saturated mm-hmm. the whole American, like the whole Afrobeats market, the whole Afrobeat scene, basically. Yeah. And Librarians like yourself or librarian musicians like mm-hmm. have to fight for a place to like in in this Afrobeat music. Like you're mm-hmm. talking about performing and stuff that you guys have to actually tell them that hey, if you're coming to do shows here, uh, you need at least one or two librarians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On there That's what like. recently what happened with One Africa because before with One Africa Fest, whenever you heard of an artist at One Africa, it was either if they're not from the south, they're from Nigeria or just a few artists from Ghana. Mm-hmm. I mean. The reasoning behind, because like when the owner had explained the reasoning behind it, it made sense. Because all these artists, they bring a huge crowd of people. Mm. Liberian artists, they didn't have that following. Well, at least they didn't know they had that following. Mm. Because people in the country, they follow them and whatnot. So recently, one of the spokespeople contacted one Africa and told him, yo, we, you know, it's supposed to be one Africa, you feel me? So if we're doing one Africa, you got to include all of Africa. Right. So if Liberia is not included, we're bored by that. Because majority of the African population in America are Liberians. Liberians. When you think when in America, actually, I thought it was Nigerians though. It's it's Liberians because when when people come to shows, come for shows, mm. majority of the shows that they go to is Liberians who was in the crowd screaming, supporting, well, buying tickets, bro, uh, and all that other stuff. Check, yeah, so sure. trust me, go to Philly because Houston, bro. I mean Houston, tr- Houston, Houston, that's it. Atlanta, Houston, Maryland, New York, Maryland is Carolinian. I know Philly. Is- Maryland is oh, the, the, the Sarlunians. Nigerians, bro, in the DMV. DMV. Trust me, DMV. Sarlunians. Sarlunians. Yeah, the DMV. I'll see. Philly, you can't even argue with nobody straight like that. Yeah, yeah, I know Philly, Philly like Minnesota, Liberians. that's yeah. Liberians. <laughs> Providence, bro, I, Liberians. But probably when you go to the Bronx and stuff like that, you'll start to see more Ghanaians and more other people, but. I mean, we'll see. I'll but trust me, majority because like for us, we're just spread. I'm surprised hearing that. And the thing is, for Nigerians, when you see Nigerians, you know because for y'all, a lot of y'all, y'all stick with your accent mm-hmm. or you stick with your language. Mm-hmm. For majority of the Liberians, if you was to run into a Liberian right now, you probably wouldn't know. Yeah, true that. Because for us, like we're too, 
once we get here, we try to act too American. Mm-hmm. So if you was to run into us, like, yeah. Oh, no, like, yeah, when you hear the accent, yeah, but when you, let's say if you come at an early age, you won't even hear it. Yeah. So, yeah, I do, we had a question. Yeah, like, my final question is like, mm-hmm. so, um, um, what advice would you have to all these new or upcoming acts? Since you are relatively still. Promote yourself. Promote yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. Promote yourself and get yourself in a good position where you know people. You feel me? Okay. Like get to know your local DJ, get to know your local promoter and what, and build a relationship. Don't try to be too distant. You can't be at home and expect this person to, you know, play your song. Or you can't be at home and expect this person to just fuck with you. Mm. You have to put yourself in a position that they respect you. Because like respect is not given, it's earned, you feel mm-hmm. me? So with that, like once they respect you, they will like, cause like now there's, there's some DJs who tell you, oh yeah, you have to pay me in order for me to play your song. But there are some DJs, once they hear it, they're automatically going to play your song. You feel me? Cause like, yeah, cause like, that was a question I was about to ask. I was like, what do you do with payola? Oh no, 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 no. You don't pay at all? I've never paid a DJ to play my song once. How do you feel about DJs that ask? For money to for you to play their songs. I mean that's you. That's your business. You feel me? Yeah. Okay. But at that time, you I mean, no beef with them. Right? It, no, 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 no. It's not that. But like, it's like no once, <laughs> once you, once you do that. How I see it is like, if you're asking me to pay you, yeah. you don't see the vision. Right. You don't support the movement. Now you're thinking about your personal gain. Yeah. You're thinking about how you can help yourself. Mm. So at the end of the day, you're not really supporting me. Right. You're supporting yourself. Right. Right. So like, the way I see it is, mm-hmm. if they ask for money. I see it as they don't fuck with your song. Yes. They just, they just play it yeah, for the money. Not because they're not they playing it because, because they fuck with the so song. So if you really, so, if you're not going to give them money for but you're, not, you're only expecting them to mm-hmm. play it because they like it. You know what I mean? See, if for they me, don't like it, for me personally, I see that as motivation. Yeah, okay. Because if I come up to you and I'm like, yo, can you play my song? And you tell me, can you pay me no. to play your song? I was like, bet. I'm going to make you play my bet. song. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get to the point where it's not in your control no more. Yeah. You were, I'm trying to work till I get to the point where you yes. don't, yeah, you I'm, I'm not paying you to pay yet. Somebody's going to come to you and ask you, yo, play this. Or the next artist is going to come to you and say, play this. Like how now you go, go to a party and don't hear a DeVito song right. and see what's going to happen. Right. It's right. Like, so I'm trying to be on that level. So for me, it's all motivation. No knocking nobody's business. You feel me? That's your hustle. Get you. Sometimes you told me that sometimes you get asked to like promote maybe this event or that event. Yeah, yeah like yeah. sometimes like you would get asked and whatnot. So like, it's not everybody who pays. You feel okay. me? If like if I fuck with you, like let's say if like we have a relationship we built and I know I can support you and you can support me. If you have an event, you like Zulu. I need you there or Zulu. I, even if you can't make it, just promote. I got you. Right, right. So like um. Since you promote for them, they probably give you a little some perks here and there. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah, are what yeah. are some what are some perks that you get from either promoting or performing at an event? I mean, with that now is non-disclosure. I can't really. So the reason this is what I'm asking is, do, do you get some people that will be like, oh, Zulu's Zulu is promoting this for this event, or Zulu is at this event. Ah, let me ask if I can get some tickets or something like that, or let me see if I can go backstage with the. Oh, artist, trust me, there's a me, lot. There's a me, lot of people who try to get that perks from me, but. My thing is, those people only come around for those situations. Oh. Yeah, they only come around for those situations. So I'm not really going to... There's like, don't get me wrong. There's my peoples that, let's say if there's a show coming up, yeah. it's not even... I'm not even going to have you buy it. I will personally go in my pocket and buy, yeah, purchase these tickets and give it to you. Right, right. Because I fuck with you and I know at the end of the day, when you're coming there, you're not just coming for the artist. You're coming to support me. Yeah, but if you just like hit me up like, yo, Zulu, I want you... To put me in the show, or Zulu, I want to go backstage. I want to meet this. It's not gonna happen. I wanted to say like, um, I was gonna see if you wanted to ask like, um, the do you have any groupies? And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. Let's not, let's not, let's not go straight to that question. First off, let's let's clarify. Mm-hmm. Right, what's what's your relationship like? Your love life. I mean, be careful. Yeah, be careful. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just tell you, what's your love, what's your love like? Like, now that's non disclosure. I can't, non-disclosure I can't again. really go into that. Just know that, okay, again, yeah. non disclosure, right? I'm gonna yeah, put this yeah, out, right? Just so you know. So, any yeah, babe out there, okay, that's fine. You're not gonna give assurance. I, oh, no, there's assurance. <laughs> but I, 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 can't really, I can't really talk too much about <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, if you know, you know. That's all I can say. Like, how push your T said. You know, you know. Okay, talk about groupies. No groupies at all. No groupies. I don't pay them no money. 
They uh, be, so my nigga do have group. They be, they, <laughs> they be, they don't be. I don't like because like what's the crazy me, thing that's happened like or groupie did or something like that. Or, um, see that's the thing. I don't let myself be too accessible mm. for groupies to do. You feel me? Like especially like let's say if somebody want to talk to me, you're gonna have to go through somebody who knows me mm. to talk to me. A lot of people think I'm stuck up to begin with. Right. So when they see me in places, I just trust me. If you was to come up to me and talk to me, I would talk right back. Like you know, I'm cool, but. A lot of them just be too scared just because, you know, it's probably, oh, Zulu, or he's with people, or I know somebody he used to talk to, I know this or that, so I'm not even going. So, I mean, that's you. You feel like I bite, I'm not going to bite. You want to say hi, you can come up and say hi, but if you're trying to, then, yeah, what for you? <laughs> I mean, you have any questions bro? Um, I was going to ask, shit, let me go with this one right now. So, if you had a chance to work with David or Whiskey, who you working with? Who you rocking with? That's a question. Uh, Personally, I would try to finesse to try to get both of them. Nah, 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 I would try to finesse. Yeah. I would try to finesse nah, to get both nah, of them nah, on there, though. You have to choose one day. But if, 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 what, what if I had for one day. Personally, if I had to choose for this genre of music I do, I'll probably end up going with Whiskey. Uh, I love you, yeah. dude. I sure no, trust me, like Davido De- have a formula for yeah. hits, but with if I'm doing Davido, I'm only probably gonna need him on a hook. You like that new song, that one baby shit, like the one baby song you just dropped. I, 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 I love people. I, 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 I love. I actually dropped another. Davido dropped another song. Yeah, I I I I I still wasn't really. Yeah, I'm like, which one is Azai again? It wasn't with really Duncan Mighty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like I feel like it's like the whole industry now is everybody's working with Duncan Mighty. They're yeah, trying yeah. to bring him back. Yeah. So like, but, I mean, no, he's still been, yeah, he's been, he's been, yeah. True, but he remember, like know. after Obiano Jew days, like he he died. Dude, down who are movie. you right now? Who do you, you listen like, to like, Jeremy's got something? Obiano Jew. Bro, I'm telling you, for me, like I study music. So regardless of what genre, I listen like from way back. Like I would just listen. Even before. Yeah, no, like, imagine he didn't necessarily die down. Like he's just yeah, he had but, his own audience to cater yeah, to. Yeah, because he, he was mostly focused in the yeah, 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 Kotaka, yeah, yeah. So now he's trying to bring So real quick, before this is very very important, can you give us some shout out to your supporters, the people that now I'm close to you, not just anybody. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me? Shout out. Okay, I'm gonna do corporate first. Shout out to all my corporate day ones, you feel me? Shout out to BBG, shout out to Blebo Entertainment, shout out to Foreign Life Entertainment, you feel me? Shout out to Goody Slim Entertainment, Gilly Entertainment, you feel me? Uh, I hope I'm not forgetting anybody. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Shout out to the boys at Mirage, you feel me? Uh, shit, who else? Blue. The people are Blue. But I'm not like... Cause it's deeper than that. Oh shit! Shout out to Piper. You feel me? Shout out to G Baby. That's all the fam. Damn! I hope I'm not forgetting nobody. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in trouble if I forget people. Um, shit! Shout out to all my Liberian promoters, yo. Cause like, trust me, y'all support is is life. It's really. And shout out to now friends. Shout out to I'm different. XO, definitely made. She about to kill me. I'm definitely made. XO, my dog. That's like bestie, you feel me? Shout out to Low Sis, Tonayan. Shout out. I don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the squad, KMG, everybody you boost in there, you feel me? If you know, you know. That's my label, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. CEO. CEO. But yeah. Yes, yeah, CEO, I'm uh, the label. It's not, technically, it's not registered LLC, but. Will be very soon. Got you, got you. Before the show drops, is going. Everything's going to be legit. You Any feel artists, right? do you think of signing Columbus or? I mean, there was a potential, but then things didn't really work out. Right. We had to go our separate ways. But non disclosure. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind talking about it, but I just, I don't personally have much information about. We that, didn't really so get that friend bits. Actually, can let me get like a nice segment to shout out to your friends. Real quick. Oh yeah, shout out to all the homies. You feel me? KMG, shout out to my manager Knox. I already, I already said really slim. I'm not about to shout you out again. Um, <laughs> shout out to V Cheat, you feel me? All the way from the DMV. Shout out to the whole Nice Music Entertainment, you feel me? Joey Nice, Prince L.I., Jai Prince, DJ L.I.B., you know, shout out to y'all. Y'all holding down Atlanta, you feel me? We lit. DMV, shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to all the day ones, you feel me? Big bad, big bad. Nice. Who else? 
Shout out to everybody who recorded at Kobe's. Y'all, y'all know yourself. Y'all too many. There's like over 50 niggas for me to start naming people. <laughs> so shout out to all y'all. You feel me? Shout out to all my saloon people. All my saloon bubba them. You feel me? And one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you just give us some ideas of some people you, you personally think we should interview on this oh, podcast? Or would you want, I'd love to um, hear. Love to hear. Or somebody you, Col- you think Columbus they have Bay? something to say. Yeah, yeah. And Bay. it doesn't, it, it could be guys, Girls, oh, whatever shit, shit, people shit. are doing something. Be, be, that be, like, before I'm, I'm done with the shout outs, not to cut you off. Shout out to the beautiful ladies at Asha Expressions. You feel me? Even though there are some who are not part of the squad no more, but still, shout out to y'all. You feel me? Y'all are day ones. You feel me? Shout out to y'all. Um, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead now. So, yeah, um, anybody you think we should bring on the podcast on that's doing something, an entrepreneur, um, creative. Anybody you, you think is like... Oh, that he's working things. hard, you know oh, what I mean? They're going places, you know Big I mean? shout out to my guy, Victorious, you feel me? I, shout I, out to Victorious. I, 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 I can't forget. I can't forget. But yeah, that that's somebody y'all definitely need to be to yeah, have on here. That was he, was, he was here with the... With yeah. The yeah, that was yeah. definitely lined up. So, like, we yeah, definitely yeah, get him on the podcast. I don't think he's in Columbus now. No, no, he's in Houston right now. He's in Houston. Bro, I think he's actually like not famous but popular like, no like, i've yeah, seen this, him different this nigga is known like, like, like that man like trust me like i've been from, i've he been with victoria yeah i've been, I've been with victoria's from the start like the very first music video he shot was my video oh. so trust me i've been with this that was, dude. How long ago? That was like 26 was it 2016 no it was, mm-hmm. it was 2017 mm-hmm. it was after the, i met him at the mr easy concert oh. the day after the mr easy concert that's when we actually like started like like you know, talking about business. Then when we the Casanova video was the first video we shot, and then it's just been he's done all my videos ever since then. Okay, nice. yeah, yeah he, so, I see him a lot. He does a lot of nice work. So. Yeah, that's my yeah, guy. We definitely, that's my we definitely guy. need to get him on here, Victoria. So hopefully, if you listen to this, please let's just come through, family. Yeah, come through. Yeah, come right. through. Yeah, but so. um, I would definitely say the DJs. Bernie S. Try, Yo, to, try to holla at Bernie S. Dude, try to I'm trying to get him. Try to holla at Actually, Diddy Slim. Mr. What's his name? Uh, Bernie S. We definitely get you on the podcast, yeah. bro. For real. No, yeah. no joke. I mean, I hope you can see me. I'm asking you next, bro. For real. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know. I, I told him. You know the funny thing? I told him. He's one of the first people I invented on this podcast. One of the first well, DJs. He's the one that lives. Yeah, he lives right next to me. You know? oh, <laughs> I invited him on this podcast yeah. a long time ago. And it wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about well, yeah, doing anything. I'm just putting me on top. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But so, yeah, yeah, bro. Shout out to Bernie. You still have anything? You still have anything else? To, yeah, that's it, bro. Yeah, I mean, we we'll definitely should bring you back one more yeah. time. Oh, yeah, definitely. And We're going, uh, like, hopefully, we have more questions. I, I, I yeah, feel like, like there's some things like that relationship question. I'm gonna get to, maybe not from you. I'm gonna get from, <laughs> from the grapevine. I'm gonna get it from grapevines. I get some. That's why I say if you if you know you know, Charlie. We appreciate you coming through, but thanks for showing sure, love. No like, problem. No. Problem. But looking forward to your show. I don't even want to plug that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. November, November 30th. You know more details coming soon. The flyers gonna be dropping very yeah, soon. Shout out to JPS. Shout out to Foreign Life Entertainment. And shout out to KMG, you feel me? We out here. I'm looking at the camera doing my shout outs. Yeah, all right, bro. Thanks for coming. This is episode 25 from Lewis with Loves. Give them your handles. Yeah, not. Follow me on IG, Snap. I don't. I have a Twitter, but I don't really use it like that. But it's all. No, because I have somebody who runs it for me. I'm sorry, man. This is my last question, bro. What's next for Zusage, I beg? What's, the, what's, the, what's coming up next? Any new singles? Any? Um, Simba, Simba is out now. It's available on all platforms. You feel me? But I got my album dropping. It was, you know, I had a little setback. Free my nigga Kobe Stacks. You feel me? But, yeah, I had a little setback <laughs> on that. Stacks, but it should be dropping before the year is over. Okay, no yeah, I was trying to drop it in October. But yeah, like I said, I had a little setback. So it's supposed to be dropping before the year is over. Don't really have a date yet. But the show is November 30th. And I have a, another single coming out called After Hours. That one's about to When's the crazy. video for Simba dropping? The video yeah. for Simba is actually being shot um, September 8th. September 8th? September 8th. Can we come through? Yeah, definitely. I'm gonna need everybody to pull up. You feel me? It's gonna be at a skating rink, so we all gonna have to get our skates on <laughs> and shit. So yeah, and what else? What else? What else? I think that's it. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. That's yeah. it. Man. Something ain't got no more questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> definitely try to get some of the promoters on here too. You feel me? Well, and can you shout out some promoters? Like for shout us out to quick? the 
Shit, there's too many. But I, like, I was trying not to promote this earlier, but definitely try to get Goody Slim on here. Try to get... Try to get the promoters from every club. You know, just try to hear them out and see where... Like, yeah, yeah. where their... We're trying to get... Where their vision is at. Well, I know African... We're trying to do... Because we're interviewing a lot of Africans now. We're mm-hmm. trying to kind of bring some diversity into a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Some African-Americans. We're trying to get a finesse music. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely too. definitely get finesse now, music. Hopefully, we can get that. Maybe lo- Ladies Love Lonnie. Hopefully, yeah, we can get him on try here. Try to get too. him on here, And, uh, yeah, so... You should get some promoters yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, some of these people, they, they're not where they need to be, but mm-hmm. they acting like they're mm. they, they act like they're not accessible. You feel yeah. me? So, with that, y'all offer you. <laughs> any other I would just say if you if you're working hard you hustling trust me don't give up fam there'll be days you may feel like yo this shit ain't really working this shit ain't you might want to try something new but don't give up somebody's out there listening to you and they just waiting they're just waiting for that right time cause somebody just recently slated my DM and just told me some shit I was like hold up what like this is some shit from like two years ago mm-hmm. like for my very first song it was like yo I peeped this da 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 da, da. you hit me up we should and I'm like, yeah. we, Damn, we, like, we can definitely speak especially to that you, because I'm like, I, I didn't know you was paying attention. Because yeah, like yeah. for me, what I try to do is I try to follow a lot of people who's making waves in different cities. Mm. And I'm not necessarily going to tell, like come up to you be like, oh yeah, I'm Zulu, this, that, mm-hmm. that. But I would put myself in a position where you, you come see, to me. You see my stuff. Because like there's this slogan that my guys from Nice Music have. It's like, don't go to the industry, have the industry come to you. That's right. You feel me? So yeah, make so, that happen. Yeah, that's the last word from Zulu Sage yeah. and uh, so we out, y'all. This is episode 25 from Leos with Love. Um, you know our handles, FLWL Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. So, yeah, see you guys next week, man. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>